Good evening. It's Friday, October 21st, 2022. Welcome back to Boomer Rex tonight, your nearly daily source for news and politics. I'm Risen Lady Heathen Hassel. What's up, it's our show from other millennial news podcasts. An absolute willingness to call a ceasefire with the seal, the concept of seals, if they will come out of Davos and have to be washed off with garden hoses to get all the blood off them. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have a boomer, and not Danny Boomer. We have Mr. Boomer Rex himself. Yeah. Good evening. You two eat, sleep, and breathe politics, and I'm still learning. That's three unique perspectives we share along with the facts from our literal round table. Uh, tonight, I have another round of short, scary stories for y'all, but first, let's dig right into our headlines. Guard cat endures. So it turns out number 10 Downing Street has a long-term resident. Who's this? I mean, I assume Boris Johnson just running around in the attic and eating food whenever after everything's closed in down. In a tiger day, but... suit. It's their guard cat, whose yeah, name yeah. is Larry. He's like 15 it. years old. Fuck yes, go Larry. And he has, uh, he has outlived four prime ministers. Hey, lefties. So, in... David Cameron, Theresa May, Johnson, and Truss. So when you pull down 10 Downing Street, which I fully endorse, make sure you get the fucking cat out and take him home with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, uh, 10, days ago, 10 days before Truss left Downing Street... He went viral because he went out and protected his lodging from a wayward fox. Hell yeah. (laughs) Way to go, Larry. Right? I love you, Larry. Yep. So anyway, he was adopted by the British cabinet in 2011 and appointed chief mouser. (laughs) So way to go, Larry. Awesome. He's got his own, um, his own, uh, they say Twitter page, probably Twitter page. Yeah, Twitter account. Fuck yeah. Note to self. Does snarky tweets. Where on my phone? Fair. Just want to say one thing to Marco Rubio once. <laughs> He's the whole reason Twitter exists for me. Fair. No, I don't. Yeah, I should just start adding people that we talk about in the show. <laughs> just... Anyway. <clears throat> All right. Uh, meteors. What's going on? So, um... The uh, Orionids reached their peak tonight, um, and and early morning tomorrow. Uh, best times to watch would be sort of one a.m. to little before three a.m. when the moon rises, because the moon will interfere. Um, Ten to twenty-five per hour, and they'll be there tomorrow night too, just not quite as many. Okay. So the Orionids a, is a long. Is a long show. Yeah, from uh, Haley Com- Hale- Haley's comment, right? Yeah. Cool. So I like that. Remember, term. remember the big Haley's bot thing where people thought that there were aliens hiding on the other side of it, and like Also-moonies, a bunch of people but killed yeah. themselves. Yep. And that was crazy. Heaven's Gate were some weird motherfuckers. Did you see that when it was big? I was a kid when it happened. I remember hearing about it on the news and stuff. Oh. Um. We were in New Hampshire and drove about 40 miles out to the darkest skies we could find based on the Oh, map. yeah, I saw the comet, yes. Yeah, and it covered one-third of the sky. I didn't see it that big, yeah. It's the tail. The tail is dim, and you have to be in a dark place to see it. But, yeah, I, I would drive home every night looking at it hanging in the sky. My dad had one of those moon telescopes, Uh huh. so he, we were able to get a 
bit of a close-up yeah, on it. See the tails. And we were in a neighborhood that didn't have any street lights or anything. We were we were near Manchester, but not really close enough that it bothered. Yeah. We were kind of like like kind of in a good spot between Manchester and Nashua that like you know the light pollution wasn't terrible. Yeah. No, I was really surprised when we did because I'd been watching it from in town. And just basically seeing the core and the first part of the tail. Right. And then getting to a dark site where that tail stretched across one third of the sky. Yeah, cool. It was really neat. So anyway, and that was Hale Bop. Yeah. So these are the remains of, you know, what what um, Haley shed as it came by on several trips. It comes back periodically. Um, there are separate streams of the... Uh, you know, of the rubble that was left behind and so forth. And that's what determines how many per hour is what happens. Excellent. So anyway, yeah, uh, between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. tonight or tomorrow night would be fine. And what I read is that kind of sort of the absolute best time to see them is pre-dawn. Yeah, the, the only impediment to that is that the moon rises a little before 3 a.m. So, and that will... Mecca most of the yeah. viewing. Certainly... Um, it'll drown out the faint ones. Basically, it you'll still see the big ones. What area in the country you're at to what the best time for viewing is for you? So find out when your moon rises and before then. Mm -hmm. Or after it sets, again, depending. Um, moon set is 4 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, so. It's, it's switching over to winter, so it'll be up during the day now. All right. Uh, how to piss off the world with Putin. What's Dum Dum doing now? So anyway, the Wagner Group has built themselves a a tank fortification. Excellent. They should post more pictures on it. Oh yeah, they should. It, with all these little concrete dragon teeth and and trenches, and it's two kilometers long. And they say, well, we're going to complete the whole thing from so and so to so and so. Shithead, you're not going to be on that territory for another two weeks. But so. You know, the they Ukrainians will happily will like drive it. around it and shoot you from behind it, yeah. which they will enjoy doing. I mean, so yes, I, hey, feel, for, feel free, Russia. Do a hero of the Putin Union project. Yeah. Build you the world's biggest menagerie line. Some shit we can see from space, motherfucker. Yeah, well, that's where the pictures of this came from. Yeah. yeah. So. Real, like... I know. Ones. Look out the window. Like that dam you can see yeah. from orbit. That the beavers made. Yep. You can and it'll be just as effective. Yep. Yeah. So anyhow, you gotta love it. Um, so let's see what else. Um, Prime Minister Kajakalis of Estonia had an interesting idea. The Putin is fucking up. It's, um, so the Prime Minister of Estonia says the European Union should use the $300 billion in Russian frozen assets to help Ukraine. Yeah. Right. And they're looking for ways to ship <laughs> money to Ukraine. I'm all for this. Hootie buddy, this is how you get well and truly fucked. How much did you say? 300 billion. We've got about the same amount here. So there's 600 billion. So anyway, yeah, just keep fucking with him. Oy. Yeah, no, he has annoyed the West, and he doesn't seem to understand that uh, 
Um, no, I, I think he doesn't care. Um, I think that he that. believes that his power um, is so great that we should be afraid of him rather than vice versa. Mm. And um, I think that his, you know, posturing and stuff is all just, it's just show. That's all it is. Yeah. He's just a, he's just a big man with a tiny stick screaming at the top of well, his Well, we'll see, we'll see how many times the kleptogarchs in Russia can tolerate losing $300 billion all in one slap. Well, so here's what it is, all right, is that he's got this really tiny little stick he's trying to wave around. But the problem is, is that he's got, um, he's trying to pretend it's a bigger stick, right? So like holographics or whatever. So these people see him with this really big stick, but we all know that that's not a really big stick. It just looks like one. We've seen their tires. It's a fucking pool noodle. Russia's only ever had one stick. Yeah. Russia can end modernity or so we believe. Right. I have no idea what Europe's like after London, Berlin, um, pick three others. But is gone. he is he really think that it's worth ending the world? Because I have no Ukraine idea. Ukraine can't be his. Um. Well, we decided to end democracy because America elected a black guy once. That's true. We did do that. So no, I have no idea what this group of old decrepit white people will do, but I know that it will end in a tidal wave of blood. So we shall see. Yeah. No, I, or it'll end in a tidal wave of nothing, right? We've been sanctioning the living shit out of Venezuela for 15 years, and nothing's changed. Because sanctions don't work unless you turn them up to a level that you force them to collapse. <coughs> and we it's won't do good. that with Russia. We're pretty close to that. Fuck no, we're not. We haven't shut the borders. We haven't anything. We haven't started throwing Russians back over the Russia wall. Russia kind of shut their own borders, though. Kind of this time, if you don't have enough money and... No, we have not done anything permanent to Russia. Um, we haven't spent their money, right? I advise we chuck it up into 28 pieces, right? That's all of EU plus Ukraine. Everyone gets a share of the things, and now everyone's on the thing for the crime. And, yeah, we're just keeping your, Russia, your money, Russian oligarchs, because, no. We might try interning all Russian citizens. Yeah, there is some shit Starting with do. the kleptogarchs who live in London. Yeah. I, those are the ones I'd preferentially start with, right? It's really simple. Absolutely. Do they look like they have money? Then they're bad Russians. Yep. Or need to be sorted. So, and at least here, that's not illegal. And we can argue as to whether or not it should be or not, but okay. that case had its day in court. And yep. we chose the scary American answer. All right. So next up, uh, two members of a local television station were apparently killed by Ukrainian uh, shelling. On Thursday, the Russian-appointed deputy governor of the Kyrgyzstan region said... I thought we were talking about American journalists, in which case I was going to have a great cheery thing to say. But no, no that fucking sucks. So, anyway, at least two people from the uh, team were killed. And it turns out a Russian producer was one of those who were killed. And I'm reminded of a comment from the Gulf War. Huh, they appear to have embedded with the wrong team. So, fuck them. Yeah. They thought they were safe. They had Russians guarding them after all. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit big questioning Russian protection at this point. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, when they can find tires that work. Oh, wait, they can't do that. And find shoes for all their people. And, and They don't and... need to. They can do exactly what China wants out of Russia with exactly what they have currently. Right. Again, they can destabilize global trade. Right. Invade Germany. Global trade's going to do some things. Wild things. And if you know when that's going to happen, you can make an embarrassing amount of money. If Russia continues wasting their money and resources on Ukraine, because here's the thing, we mm -hmm. know that they have very few ways of re-upping their yep. stocks, right? So the more they use, the less yep. they have, which is why they started using drones to attack, because they're they running get that low on bombs yeah. and blah, 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 blah. As you said, drones are cheaper, easier, more manageable. And Iran makes them and will sell them to exactly. Russia. But as they start to run low, could Japan potentially take a turn and try to start? Because Japan was trying to take over some of their stuff so they could have more oil. Japan's and a nice puppet nation now. You think Japan is not into their... I think Japan's played the game spread out being again. on the other team with us. And um, they don't want to lose any more cities. Because I think Japan and could China smell the smell the weakness, and because I know that Russia and China um, that's are China doing that border. Right. It's China can do Japan, <clears throat> right. right? Well, but I'm saying Russia and or Russia and China argue over their border a lot. Yep. So I'm wondering, could China potentially even start pushing Russia? Roll well, on Siberia. Um, yeah, they're yeah, going exactly. to call it something else, but that is almost that is my guess of what's going to happen. Right, is that Russia lost its fight with China, and what we're talking to is China wearing a new Russian suit. Which explains why Putin's been so nice to... That's the only bowing place he's got. down to... Yes. No, I, without China, this would be over already. Cool. So, because what Turkey and Iran can do for Russia is nothing. Right, China is actually a country with an actual economy, kind of. Now, do we think that China could potentially... I don't know, if they do move into Russia and start taking some of Siberia and such, um, could China potentially continue just spreading? From what we've seen in the Russian military, they'll go through them like a knife goes through hot butter. So then all of Russia becomes China, and then... Um, up to the Ural do? Mountains. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Is China, China on the slow roll of eventually being the owners been, of the world? The 50s. Um, to some extent, this is the annoying part about the right right wing's adherence to the Chakams. Is yeah, China is our genuine and only geopolitical threat. Right, Russia fell down publicly in front of everyone, and turns out Russia doesn't have its meds or whatever kept Russia frightening for as long as it was. Um, largely, probably some racist reasons. We wanted to tell a story where there was a threatening country full of white people, but well, because our answer otherwise is going to be nuke and. China's got enough nukes to make that game not very fun. Oh, yeah. But, no. I, China... I don't think we should fire nukes under... It would take a lot for me to be like, it's actually for real he's firing nukes. Especially against a country that hasn't. That's always been the problem. It was way easier to fire nukes in Japan in World War II because they didn't have shit. Yeah, no, we were the only ones that yeah. had it. Like, that's fine. Yeah, that's a great time to use You can nukes. use a giant stick when no one else has the ability to yeah. make that giant stick. When you're the monkey with a stick amongst the land of fifth... You're king. Um, no, I... I'm the junkie that... Uh, I'm the one that learned how to use tools. 
No, China's investments globally show you what they're doing, right? China would absolutely prefer to come in and infect your local police department and give you, right, the Chinese security state. And by the time you have all that installed, you're China, right? You can see it is affecting several of the largest cities on planet Earth in their architecture because Chinese investment is so high. China sends technological experts everywhere on Earth. If your country <laughs> needs something, China very likely has experts that'll do that for cheap. <laughs> China knows how you play the game. China's doing what we did to conquer the world, right, that wasn't the side that's all about guns. Yep. And China will sell you guns. Yep. Right? What China doesn't do is get invited to save Europe from World War One. Yep. Okay. So let's finish up with the Russians. Um, the Ukrainians have attacked six different communities in eastern Luhansk. Um, now, I'd, I'd have to understand the map, right? Are these um, supply points on the way south into Kyrgyzstan and so forth and so on? Are they supporting the eastern front? Are they? But um, if I were the Russians, I'd be really nervous about that. Anyway, this would look like battlefield prep to me. Yep. So, anyway, I suspect the Ukrainians have some surprises for the Ruskies. It's open. Well, I'm sure they do. Ah, that's what we do. We should crash a Predator drone and then oligarchs have a kid inside. Yeah. All right. No explosives. Just him and, like, what? We should crash an Iranian drone. Ah, yeah. Sounds good. I heard they're cheap. All right. Let's move on to just fuck them. All right. So first up, the blind eyes of capitalism. Ooh. Turns out TikTok algorithms are really good at finding videos to keep people glued to their screen. Oh, Jesus. Fuck, Turns out they're not very good at detecting ads that contain blatant misinformation. There's no upside to that. They're, they're not trying they, they to. They banned all political advertisement, and they can't even find the fact that it's a political ad, let alone the fact that it's... Mm -hmm. So, anyway. Because they're not looking for it. Um, I'll bet care. you they get better as you take the misinformation out. Maybe. Um, so, if, um, a global witness in cybersecurity for democracy tested um, some of the... Uh, social media sites. Um, TikTok was by far the worst. 90% um, of what they put on there went through. Um, Facebook, um, Facebook stopped seven out of the 20 false ads, both in English and in Spanish, which I find useful. And YouTube detected and took down all of the problematic ads and even suspended the account that posted them. No, YouTube Way to is, go, YouTube. You, no, YouTube is horrific. We've had to have fights with them about stuff. Um, YouTube doesn't just take you down if they think, no. you know, like just the, the appearance of uh, Miss Whatever is all they care about. I just want to point out, I think that... I don't believe it'd be hard for Google to play the same trick that Uber does. <laughs> if you're a regulator or work in a building where the regulators work and you download Uber, uh -huh. their app will show you something that is in absolute compliance with whatever they have most recently sent to your state. That's interesting. Yep. Huh. So it wouldn't be hard to figure out when it's a, right, one of these institutes that studies things uh -huh. and look really good. 
then ban the account and when because it, it's coming out of a known yeah true or suspected right yeah. auditing platform yeah and google right i would it, hope they would uber be... is using google's api to do their thing i would hope yeah. they would be smart enough to use a vpn or something to look like they're coming out of some other fucking no ideas no. anyway um let's see what we got um I, this one is just so so fucked up so a washington state beauty salon charged simran ball 1900 for training after she quit um, now she was already a licensed esthetician and had no need for instruction she says the trainings they did were first specific to the shop and second of very low quality where is <laughs> hmm? where is this in the u.s okay so 10 percent of american workers we're covered by a training repayment agreement. Yeah. So anyway, we have waked up um, some folks on Capitol Hill and like Senator Sherrod Brown is studying legislative options to put an end to oh, this. Shit. Yes. Now, if they pay for you to get a sort of, you know, a Microsoft certification or something like that. Yeah. Well, okay. You've doing. got an oh. argument. That's certainly not what the no, beauty shop was doing. Because yeah. even, even McDonald's paid for me to get my certificate in whatever, so I could be a, you know, a real manager. Yeah. Um, but they didn't ask That's for that standard. money back when I quit. I would agree. That's the standard cost of that employee. Anyone who has to do that either has that or will need that. So that's just the cost of that position. So to the employee. No. I would say to the company that, for, for the employer, yeah. right? Filling okay. that will require either hiring someone who's already got one, yeah, okay. or paying for someone to get one. Yep. No, I, I'm, I'll accept that. Um, so anyway, now we have a very small start. So Steve Bannon has been sentenced to four months of prison. We'll see if he ever shows up to serve it. Obviously, he's going to appeal. He should have been sent to serve it. Yeah, yeah, immediately. And, yes. But are yeah. they giving him time to, like, quote-unquote, get his shit together? Yeah, rich white guy. No, they're suspending it until his appeals, appeals are complete. Uh, yeah, oh, and he'll appeal all the way up no to the shit. Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court will take it because they're fucking pussies. I don't think they will. I think they can round the clock. This all ends in a month. Yeah. All right. Well, on the 20th of January, but yes. Fuck you, Steve Bannon. All right. Boomer Rex is about damn time. Tell me the good news. So, the director of a school board in Orting, Washington, has resigned following his arrest on felony charges stemming from his participation in the January 6th armed insurrection against the United States. So, Rick Slaughter resigned from the Orting School Board of uh, Directors Wednesday after previously being arrested and charged, yada, yada, yada. About fucking time. Yeah, that's just who you want on your goddamn school board as an insurrectionist. Yeah. So anyway, fuck him. See what else we got. Uh, do you have more under? I was no. it just the one? Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, dumbass of the day. So we get hundreds of right wing worshippers who gather in a mega church to take authority over state elections. They're praying for the elections to turn out the way they want. Christian nationalists and self-proclaimed prophets address the two-night closeout of the Take Back America tour. Yeah. Um, they prayed for God to send 
hordes of angels to deliver a sweeping victory in this day. Hold up, pause, time out. So, one of the things you should know on the internet is when Nazis call for lone wolves and things like that, they're trying yeah, to get an exactly individual in their thing like. to do it. Yeah. And when God-botherers start calling for, won't angels do something? They're asking their young followers to do something. Go do something violent. Yep. Well, yep. go do something. They don't really care what. Hey, that's the part that pisses me off. If they were again, if you were willing to give a fucking order, right? If Trump gave the fucking order to take the goddamn Capitol, I could respect that. It not in a good way, right? But at least he fucking did the thing. Yeah. Right? It's the indifference, right? Loading a gun and handing it to a crazy and letting them just go wherever is wildly different than pointing a wackadoon in a direction. Yeah. Right. No. And again, we've discussed um, if. Trump had gone to the White House or had said, Capitol. or the, the Capitol, Capitol, I'm yeah. sorry, had gone to the Capitol or had said, take it. Yeah. Um, they would have. They wouldn't have left. Yep. Um, they would have stayed there. There were people outside who were waiting to yeah. be called in with guns and prepared. Um, again, this is this was very well prepared and uh, Trump pussied out in the end. So thank God for that. Yep. Um, but that was the only thing that saved us, folks. I want you to keep that in fucking mind. I'm not making this up. We well, and that's went what concerns me about the devout in all of this. The, the is... January 6th commission covered all of this. Yep. <laughs> it, it happened. The religious, right, for them, this is a battle between God and the devil. Right, that violence is guaranteed, because what the fuck would... How would you not do the violence? Problem problem is, is they're on the devil's side and they don't realize that. The problem is none of this is none of this exists and there is no magic. Yeah. And we should say that early and often to children as long as we can. Yep. Cuz secular I it's all the there is is us. Direction. Yeah. Cuz that I could that we could work some shit on. Yeah. We could make it matter. But yeah. no, as long as they can have an imaginary friend in the sky who says whatever they were already going to do is perfectly okay and anyone who stops yeah. them is a sinner, then fucking no. We can't have serious conversations and we're going to devolve this way. Yeah, yep. I think we need to go back to, to the old concept of YOLO. You only live once and you need to make it fucking count. God does not have anything to do with I think we should it. probably, yes. No, I will agree to that last part. I think we should also, before we really embrace the YOLO culture, probably fix a lot of things. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, obviously the YOLO culture like went way the wrong direction. But what I'm saying is the concept is solid if guided in the right direction do you know what i mean like you only live once in other words this is your only chance to do good things I'm all in for the carpe world diem. yeah carpe diem I'm cool yeah with that yeah no i just th it's the same thing as yeah. opposed to the current crappy diem one of them involves knowing <laughs> the world's smallest amount of latin Trump which i think we should just expose gen z to and the survivors can be talked to there you go okay um are we ready to move on to updates so, um, we talked a little bit about RSV. Um, there are unusually high numbers of kids infected with RSV, right? They're beginning to crowd up the um, intensive care units and so forth. No, oh, baby COVID. Um, yeah, kind of. Um, the U.S. is recording no about 5,000 cases a week. Now, that's not too far from what we had um, last year but it's wildly more than we had in 2020 and so what people are beginning to understand is 
that in 2020, we had the COVID restrictions, which kept people from getting COVID, and kept people else. from getting flu, mm -hmm. kept young children from this getting part of RSV. Yeah. Right. What's it compared to our so, 2019 numbers? I don't know. We're licking doorknobs and doing all the unsafe things. Um, I would assume that they're similar yeah. um, to so it's 2021. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely up. And one of the um, thoughts is that having delayed their exposure to this, that their immune systems are more mature and are reacting more strongly, which is part of why we're seeing what we're seeing. Yeah. So anyway, just uh, watch out. Keep them out of daycare. Well, keep an eye on your daycare. If your kid you don't is want sick, your kid don't to get RSV. send them to daycare. And I yeah. get it. People need to work and whatever. But if your boss can't understand that your kid is sick and needs then to you stay needed home, to find a new job months live, yeah. ago. You, yeah. Then you live in a right to work state, and I advise you move. Mm hmm. Yep. No, this is, and, and again, like, this is, this is crazy. So anyway, uh, climate weirding. So, um, a little more good news. So in Castle Rock, Colorado, Eric Soford brewed a test batch of beer in, in 2017 from water made from recycled sewage. Okay. Um, he'd already tasted the water and so forth and knew that the beer was likely to be good. So anyhow, they sold it in his bar. Um, so now Colorado has become the first state um, that will adopt a direct potable re reuse regulations, right? Which means that instead of using it and throwing it into your waste stream, you use it and reuse it and so forth, which reduces your need for fresh water. Well, yeah, by how much? Yeah. So, um, depends on how many folks are doing it, but okay. yeah, um, how many cities are doing it. Well, good. Yeah. Here's a step in the right direction. Yeah. So, and again, the thing to remember is that there are virtually no water sources that don't have wastewater in them. Yeah. So the treatment is not all that different. Which I think I've had sex so. in entirely too many New England reservoirs. Yeah. One hopes they scrub the water from there, but eh? I don't much care. I, they don't scrub it very well. If the rupture of one sewage line was making right three states go into a boil water. Yeah. All right. So um, I have uh, some scary stories for you again, as Whoa. promised. Um, so I searched for adult scary stories, and I came upon this website called hauntedrooms.co.uk. You're either getting a scary story or somebody's going to fuck a vampire. So <laughs> it says five short ghost stories that will scare the life out of you. Um, dee -doo, dee -doo. Uh, so it doesn't have a Judy. author or anything. So anyway, Judy. uh, so number one, the puppet in the basement. This short, uh, short ghost story found on Reddit is super creepy. Mommy told me never to go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making that noise. It kind of sounded like a puppy, and I wanted to see the puppy. So I opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit. I didn't see a puppy. 
and then mom yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mommy had never yelled at me before, and it made me sad, and I cried. Then mommy told me never to go in the basement again, and she gave me a cookie. That made me feel better. So I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy, or why he had no hands or feet. Well done. What the fuck did I just read? <laughs> yeah, that is well written. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that was that unexpected. I'm not expecting that. Nope. Short, sweet, to the point. <laughs> none, of, none of the bullshit. Just yeah, there. straight to the point. If I had no hands or feet, I'd probably make noises like a puppy, too. I certainly intend to conduct experiments well, with I'm, people I'm, not you in the apocalypse. I'm yeah. really imagining he probably had his, con his tongue cut out. You know? Uh, anyway, so uh, two nunchucks. Uh, two is the, se it's the second story, and then nunchucks is the name of the story. Okay, just, just to clarify All that. Right. Not, it's not two nunchucks. It's the second story. Tell in the Nunchuck series. Michelle Forlick Young had a strange experience with her two-year-old daughter uh, submitted to movie pilot. Uh, so the story goes, uh, When my daughter was two, I found her twirling paper towel tubes tied with twine in the air. I asked her what she was doing. She said she was practicing her nunchucks. I was very confused as she'd have no way of knowing what they were. I asked her what she meant and she said that Adam had told her how to make them and showed her each night how to use them. So I, she went on to say that Adam told her to practice because she may need to know how to defend herself someday. I almost freaked out but asked her what Adam looked like. She said he was tall, blonde, and had blue eyes. She said, Mommy, you know how he looks. You know him. He died of a headache. I had to leave the room. You see, four months before she was born, my tall, blonde, blue-eyed martial arts pro friend had died of a brain aneurysm at the age of 27. She has not spoken of him since that day, so I'm not sure if I scared her with my reaction or if she had completed her lessons. <laughs> uh, Whoa. so that's kind of cool like friend from beyond the grave teaching a little girl how to yeah how to defend herself very cool very cool or the little kid had seen ninja turtles at some point either way yeah, it's fine <clears throat> so uh the third one uh there's someone under the bed oh this one's fun it's very short uh sometimes very short ghost stories are the best and this tale from reddit via buzzfeed tells us the story of a father putting his young son to bed. I began tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, the fourth is the chair. Uh... This short story starts benignly enough with a friendly-seeming ghost playing with children, but when you learn the origins of the ghost and just why the ghost is moving... Well, that gives away too much of the story. Um, when my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard, but our favorite thing was the ghost. 
We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up uh, and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd gotten thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. She, then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body heading, hanging from the beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was the old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. Then, uh, mm. where overhead lights are. <laughs> Last but not least, the ghost at home. Uh... Submitted via Reddit by BuzzFeed. Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act of a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low, raspy giggle, and hung up. They didn't answer again. I eventually gave up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand, right where I had left it. Um, yeah. It's what happens when you let your cats answer your phone. Yeah, no, that's very fun. So that's it. That, that, those are All your right. horror stories. Um, I think but it's giving me an idea for Halloween. <laughs> really? It's a game that's like this. All right. I think I'm going to uh, Shanghai asshole into watching um, Tremors with me over the weekend so we can start doing our Tremors oh. um, things. Um, what I really want to do is kind of like go through each of them very, very you know, do a very general overview yeah. of the story and then pick out some fun quotes from the different, yeah, okay. you know, ones. Because some of the quotes are just fucking priceless. I mean, it's it's fucking tremors. It's amazing. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, and I think you'll all enjoy it. So I, I I believe that we'll we'll get into that over the weekend and hopefully we'll have a couple of them ready for you on Monday. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. So we love you all, and we'll see you back here on Monday for more Boomer Rex Do we have a readout? Tonight. What? Do we have a readout? Oh, fair. Uh, don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, heart, follow, review, smash nice. that, that like, like button, button on YouTube. YouTube. Go to Boomer Rex tonight, no spaces on Facebook for fun memes, and a link to our Patreon. Give us a dollar. You can find us on YouTube as Boomer Rex, or check your favorite podcasting service for Boomer Rex tonight. We can be found on over a dozen different platforms, including... Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, IR Radio, and Samsung Podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at BRX Night. And if you Google Boomer X Night, no spaces, all links will lead you to us. 
it's Friday. Give me a break, y'all. I know. I just, <laughs> want, I just, just wanted my line. I was just happy to be done with it. All right. Love y'all. We'll see you back here Monday. Bye. Enjoy your weekend.